How's it going, folks? I'm Marcus. And I'm Rami. <laughs> You're such a dick. What do you mean? Can we you please want me just to get be straight? I'm being straight for you. You want to go to sleep? Okay, I get it. I get it. It's cool. How's it going, folks? I'm Marcus. And I'm Rami. And on this podcast, we try and figure out what this podcast is about and what we're doing with our lives. This week, I'm back from vacation. So we talk about going back to the office, and Marcus has some fantastic parenting tips on how to get your kids to sleep in just under two hours. Unless I cut it out of the episode. Hope you enjoy it. Oh, there we go. A little bit Sweet. Now nice. I can hear you. Oh, yeah. yeah that's good. Good. Something. Oh, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Back to dulcet tones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, mate. Long time no see. How are you doing, lad? Yeah, it's good to see you. I missed you. Oh, me too. First of all, thanks for sending that big cray to Ron Bauer. I felt really guilty after giving you crap last week for... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know you didn't have to say you didn't have to do that. No, 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 no. Uh, it's fine. Just the guilt was overriding. It was really. Rami sent me a boxed set, a a Zinfandel, and a I don't know some other one um, with a gold bottle opener, a wine opener. Do you know? Do you know what's in the gift set? Like yeah, oh, two beautiful bottles it. and like yeah. a gold bottle opener. Yeah. It's the future. I wanted to introduce you to my favorite. I was delighted to, to get it, lad. Thank you. Your yeah. sincerest pleasure, man. I just wanted to, you, yeah. you know, as you know, it's one of my favorite wines, and I, I know you, you don't know so much about uh, wines. So I don't ruin to, it for me. Don't ruin it because I will stop to. drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally never heard or remembered Ron Bauer until you mentioned And then you reminded yeah. me that we went to the vineyard the day before, so that's good. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. I'm a huge yeah. fan. Yeah, it's yeah. Cara's drinking the white stuff. I don't. I don't understand white Ugh. wine. It just. I, I yeah. I exclusively drink the Zinfandel, and I'm not like I don't know wines. I don't know if no. I don't even know what that means. But their Zinfandel <laughs> is delicious. It's. I used to be the wine boy. I worked in France when I was 18, at a restaurant, and I used to do the wine and do the you know opening mm. it and all that. Yeah. I know nothing about. It. I don't remember. Maybe I knew at the time. I don't remember anything about yeah, it's it. It's like a, like like high, high school exam. You cram the regions, yeah. the dates, I and learned the brands. The, like ten bottles of wine they yeah. had, and then yeah. that you know I didn't know anything about. I it. remember going on wine tour with Napa. We the first time I went with you, and we, <laughs> as one does on a wine wine bus excursion, take notes. And you were yeah. taking studious notes, and then it turned, and it became a straight-up mockery of our hosts and your notes. Really? Your I don't remember. Notes. That doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> the notes. Were, Was it rude? Mm, go on, go on. Mm. Ooh, you're mm-hmm. saying sharp yeah. notes. Mm. Okay, yeah. Tasting tires here. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Very <lovely>. studious. <laughs> I hope we've got those notes somewhere because they were copious. It was multiple pages. I'm interested. I am. The, thing, the, the funny thing is I am interested in it, though. I would like to know about wine a bit. Like, wine is nice. I'm in my 40s now. I'm okay with wine is nice. I I, I would like to know a bit. Only red wine. I won't drink white wine. But no, uh, white, white wine yeah. is obviously just dishwater soap turned into an alcoholic spirit. Talk to me about red wine. So you are on the side of you believe it's a thing? I mean, I, I think it's. Uh, I think you can settle into it in midlife. Is what I mean. Like, I mean, it, it's, there's different. There's like, like when we were growing up, up, we used to drink fortified wine. There's this thing called um, Buckfast in Ireland. It's brewed over in Scotland, and it's just like, you know, the monks used to make it. The mulled wine stuff. It's it's basically ah uh, top. Yeah, another yeah. one that makes you go blind. Yeah. So, yeah. but we used to drink that um, at college, and then when I was at the last year at uni. Uh, I decided to brew my own wine, so I made white wine in our in our hot press in in the in the house we were in. I made sixty bottles of wine, and we just like, but not being a connoisseur or anything, like literally just bought the like wine syrup stuff and like put all the yeast in, sugar in, whatever, mm. and just had it bubbling away. You know? Do you know yeah, how? Yeah, have yeah, you ever yeah, done percent. After flatmates did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So we, we, you know, and then and but all great. I did was had. Because you don't have the preservatives, right? So you don't get the headache. It's great natural wine. Oh, is it? Yeah. I have no idea. What we did have headaches because we drank all 60 bottles in one night. So we had a house party and literally we, we had one fridge full of white wine. And uh, and yeah, it was, oh my God, but it was petrol. But we did. I did keep one bottle. I kept a bottle for a year. Nice. Uh, just to see would it get better. Oh. And I opened it, and it was pure vinegar. Much like worse. It, was just, it had just, oh, my God. <laughs> much, Didn't much even drink worse. it. Like, And that was at college. So anyway, but so wine, 
has I've always been a wine connoisseur, I suppose is what I'm saying. I've always been into the subtle art. I've been making wine since my early 20s, I guess, is one way of looking <laughs> at it. That's exactly how your bio would read. If you had a Twitter uh, bio, yeah. that would include Mark's wine. I first got into wine, appreciation for wine. Much, much longer. But, but just out of interest, do you buy it as a category, as a luxury good category or a goods category? Like you buy into it. I, yeah, I do. Like wine's nice. Like wine, I mean... I I I don't I still don't know what you mean in terms of I don't know about like I mean ten thousand dollar wine no, I mean no 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 that's nonsense fifty thousand different varieties I mean the it's fact. a flex no that's a flex isn't it just NFT but, but for like, old people yeah but there is there is um there is better wine than like uh, a thirty dollar bottle of wine is typically better than a ten dollar I mean there's exceptions but like. Like the, that one, the Zinfandel, the reason we like that Rambauer Zinfandel is not because it's a fancy wine. It's just because it's one of the ones I've tasted yeah. at one of the things. I was like, yeah. that's nice. And I really do yeah. like it. It's $35 yeah. a bottle. So it's not cheap, uh, but we don't drink a lot of it. We drink like a bottle a week a or something. 35 bucks a bottle, but that's fine. Uh, so uh, your <laughs> one was, you got the fancy one. No, you did. It's like 35 bucks. A, it's no, a, I know it's a drop. 35 bucks a drop, you just so you're on the same page. Uh, I, I, yeah. My so it feels like a log scale. I totally agree. Five dollars versus twenty dollars, you tell the difference. Twenty versus fifty, I'm sure you tell the difference. But at some point, hundred to a thousand, you're not telling the difference. A thousand yeah. to ten, no, you you're are not. flexing beyond flexing. And could you enjoy no. that? Could no, you enjoy, you enjoy the idea? I have a nice bottle. Of, I've got a nice bottle of whiskey in the press inside, which is a couple of hundred dollars, and I can't. I struggle to enjoy it because it's just yeah. too good. And actually, the only times I've ever had any substantial amount of it is when I've actually been yeah. drunk. Yeah. And I've just been like, come on, let's get this thing out. And then you're like, oh, it is delicious. Yeah. But so is shaving foam at this time of the night. You know? I'm gonna, I'm, I, 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 I think on the spectrum of do I respect it as a category, do I I'm, I'm think I'm the firm that is, it is the most oversold flex, the whole category. What other product category is there where you have such a range of price NFTs. Such a range of price and such an insane fragmentation of brands and flavors and labels and the whole thing. And it all is ranged so closely when it comes to actual flavor. Like if you had 10,000 types of Cokes, come on. I'm joking with NFTs, but it is analogous to art, right? It is all individual micro uh, things are similar. Like you've got the Pollock yeah. style dot painting type people, and you've got the you know, but it, but yeah, I I agree. I do I do think the the history stuff though. I think like um, I think the old French vineyards that have been making certain wines in certain soils, yeah. uh, for for yeah. you know the, with the consistency that they can produce over you know they know their soils, they know the acidity levels and the the specific grapes to use and the type you know, they've nailed it. So like, the, don't it get is, me wrong, there's know. an art to it, but there's also an art to making Coke secret recipe right there there's their skill in all sorts of stuff and i'm not taking away from the skill i just think they've managed to corner it to such a degree and built such an art cultivation luxury good round that it becomes and just like art i do love the history part of it so the champagne region and you you do enjoy that bit but not everyone has that history i think the champagne's a good one that's a classic example of if it's grown on one field on one side of the road it's called champagne and if it's called in another field on the other side of the road same soil it's called fizzy wine you know it's like sparkling wine so um yeah i think so i agree with that i think like um yeah but nice wine is nice especially in your 40s (laughs) but up until now there's no way i would have been drinking 35 dollar bottles of wine because it would have been the reason to be drinking it was different than the yeah, reason it is yeah. now. You know? I still so, enjoy yeah. uh, going to Belgium, and it's you know three euro for some of the best wine you've got at the supermarket. I'm in. I don't believe it's that great. though. We did that. We drove through France, me and Kel, at the end of the NBA. So in 2015, we did this road trip across France, and we were like, "We're gonna." It's amazing because you don't pay into the import tax, and like you can get 15 euro bottles of wine for three euros in the supermarket. We didn't. I was going in there buying wine, and it's still horrible. It's still petrol because it's cheap wine. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure. I don't know if you can do that anymore, the going into the supermarkets in France and Belgium and things like that and getting great wine for little money. I don't think that's Inflation. the case. Am I, am I aging myself? Was this 2007? Am, no, I, I, just, am I totally? I don't know. I just think that that's not a thing anymore. I don't know. Maybe we just did it wrong, but, like, maybe it's cheaper. It's probably 30% yeah. cheaper or something. You buy a you know, $20 bottle of wine for... I've put myself in a position now, sixteen dollars. <laughs> but you can, uh, oh, oh god, twenty percent. Oh, uh, but you know, I don't think, I don't think you get the 
the story of oh it's nothing over there you drink it with your you know you have it with your sandwich at lunchtime it's so cheap you last know? time I was in Belgium yeah. there was definitely the case but that's another issue maybe because you were going to 7-Elevens and getting your wine and they were a bit inflated you know inflation's hit 7-Elevens there's no 7-Elevens there Where, when were you in Belgium was there it yeah. was 2000 12 and... 11s 12 circa would have been the okay. last time yeah, yeah. I aged myself yeah I mean that's not inflation yeah. it's 10 years Jesus is that what happened mm. 30% inflation in that time 10 years Where's that yeah. gone? Uh, <sighs> yeah, we were we were doing stuff. When what? Tell, where, where? Let's let's go through it. Where was Rami then? Tell, tell us your life in 2012. <laughs> what was going on? I was still based out of Oz, based out of Sydney. I was working uh, with Cochlear, which is a biomedical company, doing uh, bionic hearing for the deaf. And I was traveling a lot, traveling to Denver, traveling to Basel, traveling to Mechelen. <laughs> In Belgium. Mechlin. Me- we Mechlin. talked about Mechlin when we had my Halfway between down. Belgium yeah. and Antwerp. Delightful. Uh, mm-hmm. And and w- w- forget what the... And halfway between Ghent, uh, between uh, Belgium and, and... Brussels and Antwerp. Brussels yeah. and Antwerp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was a lot of that. So I'd end up in Belgium as a result of travel, work travel. Yeah. yeah. And I'd land. Nice. And, I, and, and what was going on? How long, how long more did you have at Cockier at that uh, time? I left in 13, August 13. And I went to London. So it was on the cards at that stage. Yeah, for the it? last year I did. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The last year and a half I knew. Yeah, that was tra- yeah. travel didn't stop. It was still launching stuff. We were going crazy. It was awesome. So tell me about your time at Cochlear since we're talking wow. about it. We're going, we're going yeah, deep. Let's go what through do you, what do you, what do you, We haven't talked about it much. What do you so need to know? for context for folks, Ram, is it on the internet? You probably have that TEDx talk. Is that is that that's probably on the internet? Is it the the, TED, the TEDx that's on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's YouTube, on YouTube. YouTube's on so, the internet. Let's, so there's going to be a link to that here. But Rami did a TEDx talk on his time at Cochlear, or, or you know, uh, centered on um, the devices you were working on and the patients you were working with. So tell us a bit about the stuff you did and kind of how you got just into a little that. Bit of, this is the laziest podcast ever. You just want me to talk for the next 40 minutes and you're just going to sit back and just, just let me do that. Well, I was hoping you'd kind of involve me in the conversation. I didn't know it was going to be a 40-minute monologue. I was kind of hoping we could have a bit of back and forth and I could learn some stuff. But I can just put freeze frame it here if you've got, if you want to. This is the interview. Run me through your CV, uh, you know, in like 10 in minutes. Details, just, I don't want details. you to. The three things I want to know is why did you join the company? The most important thing you did while you were there and what and, made and, you leave? And the key decision so, points if you can just give me the motivation behind them so i can really understand what makes you tick and you probably can't talk about ip but maybe if you could give us some sort of scale of the kind of projects you're working and on just a rough great. idea of the PL. you know not specifics just a <laughs> rough idea of how much you're making uh what do you want me to say so go do it go clear join cochlear in uh 2007 X. Uh, public company, darling of the Australian Stock Exchange, the ASX. Cochlear is an Australian invention. Uh, it is the a biomedical device that restores hearing. Cochlear implant, unlike a hearing aid, which just amplifies the sound because you've do, your whole ear, ear hearing system is degraded, it replaces your hearing or it actually does the direct stimulation of your hearing cells, which are in your inner ear inside the cochlea. So, so instead of it going through your drum, it's going through an electrical input to the direct short circuits the whole system and goes right to the Got end it. and electrically stimulates the cochlea at the hearing point, at the, where the neurons, where the hair cells are typically vibrating to correct to stimulate your neurons. Got it. Neurons directly stimulation that then goes all the way through your head, your hearing part, and stimulates. And I've I've seen some of these videos because it is. Um, I know I know that it can sound kind of robotic initially or electronic for yeah. people and it can make when they first turn them on they kind of yeah. go oh because it's very you know they're not used to it but it's incredible how instant they can hear and understand like I watched one woman and they, she was looking at it and they said and her husband said I love you and she she immediately looked to him he she couldn't yeah. see it she used to lip read and 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 the person who was assessing her said did you hear him she said he said I love you you know and she like uh, she immediately yeah. could could hear her you know uh, and it got better over time your brain weight you kind of you get used to it and your brain oh, just kind of mo- melds it and it becomes hearing the whole thing is right? about the magic of your brain the whole thing is you just feed very coarse electrical stimulus to your brain and it over time right. works it out you start looking at things you're seeing things you're reading things and you're hearing them and it just decodes them over time because if you think about it well if you think about it the, the actual product is pretty coarse in that it's like playing a piano with your forearm because it's you can't quite get to the level of electron stimulation right. so you're kind of pretty right. coarse frequency kind of spread but 
what happens is it does sometimes you know sound robotic to start with but over time your brain adapts and it really depends on where you were in your hearing journey right so if sure and had, did you have you some hearing hearing, before, and, you hear, you, hearing and language before yeah. and you understood language fully and then you lost it because you got a knock to the side of the head with a tennis ball or some sort of overdose sure. some sort of issue you know you had an infection then you regain yeah. it yeah and so your brain kind of relearns very quickly because it knows what to pick up on or if it's congenital you were born deaf you have to learn so the amazing thing about the brain, back, though, like just, just one last little bit, is that you can stimulate it when they're... So basically, if you get implanted before your whatever it is, before 12 months or 24 months and, and the kind of recommendation right. keeps getting younger and younger and younger, right? So if you're born deaf and you implant too early, by the age of five or something, you're basically... Your language skills, hearing and speaking, are equivalent on par with your normal hearing peers. Wow. Like, indistinguishable. Wow. Your brain just like okay. brain does the rest. Your brain just goes like, this electronic system. These inputs are it. That's what yep. I do now. It's mental. That's amazing. And that and the the talk you gave on TED was a, a young girl, right? Was it a young yeah, child? Yeah, she was, was I'm like, trying to remember. So Lydia, I think she was seven years old. She'd hundred percent have never watched this, by the way. But I knew you did it when we were up in the school. <laughs> I will watch it. I will watch it. Unbelievable. <laughs> so she she I, I wish I remember the details. I think she was congenital, um, and she had it when she was quite young, and therefore. She, like her speech and language is phenomenal, um, and I think she was bilateral. Oh, I can't remember the details. Yeah, so she was she was a young girl and she had it quite you know for a while. Great. Can I interrupt and just tell you how delicious this was? I just took the first drink ever of this beer. It? It's called M Special. It's called Good Beer Every Time. G Town Grapefruit IPA. Delicious. Let's see no. if I can get that to no, focus mate. on it. Oh, nope. there it is. Very nice. That isn't a delicious IPA. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> so Sponsored. so you Sponsored. were doing all this. Here's the summary, such right? Lazy, just in case we have to cut this all out. Life. Yeah, okay. Just in case I have to cut out all the stuff you did, tell me where I'm wrong. We've got cochlear snails mm. in our heads. We have to connect to them with cochlear with an mm. R, Australian mm. company, mm. into them. Uh, and depending on what level of hearing someone had beforehand or not, uh, like if you catch someone where they're really young, it's indistinguishable. Uh, and it's it's incredible technology. It's 2012. Rami Banna is traveling a lot, uh, uh, love and life at Cochlear. T- tell me a bit more about that time, 2012. Like, kind of what was, what was, what were some of the things going on with you, or things that you're happy to talk about? We can yeah. also just come this yeah. out if there's nothing. So the li- the launch, the product life cycle of something like that. Um, I don't care about the product anymore. What was Rami well, what I'm doing? Telling you. So it's at about a three to four okay. year product life cycle. So depending where you are in that, sure. depending what you're doing, if you're now in the launch phase where you're literally traveling and going to every conference, which was 2013, right? So 2012 was right. a year before a big launch of the next system, which is System 6. Okay. Because by 2013, we were in launch conferences. We were in Istanbul and doing the whole, you know, we were out there doing, trading it. 2012 was prep and we were scrambling. Right. We, were, we were like running around for internal teams. We were doing like UXR with teams all over Germany. I had like a two-week trip. We had something like 16 boarding passes all across Europe because we were validating a whole bunch of the design decisions that we'd made. And we were going. Was this the trip you got caught in South Africa or somewhere? Where did you end up doing? You did some South, time. Where did you do your time? South Africa time was a <laughs> similar era. Similar era. It was the same same project, different uh, different trip. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was me trying to join the UK team in South Africa, um, going from Sydney to South Africa, presenting and supporting one of the launch, the early pre launch in early 2013 with. The South African team, the UK team in South Africa, and they, uh, uh, I got stuck at the airport with a passport that was too full, and they would not let me in. <laughs> Nowhere to stamp your passport, stamp. so they put so you in they jail. put me in their <laughs> hotel. In in what do they call it? TSA or not TSA? In cost, custom in in between lands. Very in between lands. Let me tell you, it was. Did they deport you? Yeah. They yeah. flew you out. Your airline is responsible yeah, for yeah, you, yeah, actually. Qantas, Qantas. That happened to someone on my team recently when they flew to Europe and didn't have a passport uh, that had, had, it was out of date yeah, or didn't yeah, have yeah. enough pages or something. all the checks and balances should have been they, in place. And they yeah, just, yeah. At the checkout counter, they should have Same gone. as he did 24 hours in a little room and then they flew him back the next day. I and wish this was, a, I wish this was a little room, right? This was a reasonably sized room, fluoro lit, six bunk beds, double bunk beds. Each one of them had an Angolan. Directly, I'm not being. It just it had someone from Angola because they're all doing a lot of. There was a flight came in, um, yeah, and and there was just like lots of paperwork and kind of pe- just funky stuff happening. Toilet in the corner, flashing screen with soccer on. Toilet in the corner, open toilet, open in, the toilet corner in the corner. For six more than six people, eight people all together. I was in one of the bunks. Um, was there like? Sh- was there like? Were there no. like? 
Was there any no, privacy? It was toilet oh, in the that's corner. Ridiculous. It was. That's not okay. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't a little room. It wasn't casual. The door was locked. It was. It was electromagnetic Ugh. locked. Uh, everything was taken away from me. I did this thing where it was like fight or flight. So I had my personal phone and my work phone. And as they were escorting me in and they're taking all my stuff away, for some reason I had it in my mind that, look, I'll give them everything, but I'll hold on to one of the phones. I'll keep it in my... It was it was like, you know, early noughties. I had the pants pocket thing, you know, those cargo pants. Yeah, uh-huh. it was brilliant. So, yeah, oh, in the yeah, knee pocket. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I had it in the knee pocket, right? So I've gone in and I thought to myself, I'm a genius. I can now call someone and tell them what's actually happened because it was... Uh, and then within a minute, I didn't get a chance to call anyone. The security guys come, but Mr. Rami, Mr. Rami, I just I forgot to check one more thing. And he pats me down. And he pats me down and finds the phone. And that was a lot less. Turning yeah, point. Did he yeah, turn on he you? He was the good guy up until that point. Until, and that was, it was all over. Yeah. It was very, it was very scary. It was like two days, 36 hours. It was a bad experience. Yeah. And yeah. Did your team know what yeah, was going yeah, on? Yeah, they were awesome. They were about to send a chopper. It was brilliant. Send a chopper. Brilliant. Get it to the chopper. Really They're about to send the cockney chopper over. Everyone knew, like the, the whole the CEO down knew. Everyone be like, hey. Okay, no, but I mean, you got word out that this thing is happening before yeah, they yeah. put you in the Two messages. Cell, right? One to my brother saying, don't, don't just, he's where I'm at. If you don't, don't hear from mom. me in 24 hours, don't tell mum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mum listens and she knows. Uh, and then the other was to my the, the our PA, our, our, our um, exec assistant, uh, who at the time I'm like, he's where I'm at. And she was helping me with travel. I'm like, so please help me get a flight out. He's where I'm at, just so you know. Could you quickly send me a book on how to survive in a <laughs> South African prison? Qu- real quick. Give me the, give me the bullet just, points. Just... <laughs> Forward me the PDF, please. I can read it on this old T28 phone. Oh, oh God! Do they? So they say that to you. They're like, "We're going to take your devices away. Send your little messages now." Is that? Is there like that thing, or is it like you knew it was going down? Like, how does? When do you decide to text Hanny and be like, um, you know, when when it's don't, when don't it's clear to me, there's no. Um, when it's clear to me that everything's getting taken away, and I don't know when I'm going back. Mm-hmm. So there's okay. not like a clear. This is the plane you're getting on. Yeah. The idea that you don't have your stuff, you're behind yeah. a, your passport. Like, what do you need your stuff? Yeah. No wallet, no passport, nothing. Yeah, you're behind a locked door, and yeah. you don't know when you're going back. So you don't know. Yeah, that's kind was of scary. like the the, the combination was a very yeah. l- mind melt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. <laughs> so that was 2012, or no? That was earlier. No, I think it was 2013. Was it? 2013. That was that genre. Yeah. Oh, and then you left. We- weird. <laughs> then after, shortly after that, you Unrelated. left. Well, the two thousand. Actually, actually, I'm finished doing ear stuff. I think <laughs> you have had a bad enough. <laughs> Thanks, Cochlear. This has been great. I'm probably just going to do tech for a while. <laughs> I'm going to go have a sabbatical in London and become a juvenile teenager again. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, it must have been 2012 or 13. Yeah. So what was the what was the what was your MBA selection process? So after Cochlear, then you you were like MBAs, going to go do an MBA. Do you want to talk about this stuff, or do you want to move uh, on to something MBA, else? What's M, what do you mean M, MBA selection process? Like you interviewed at a few yeah. places, got a few offers, ended up at ended up yeah. in London. What was what were some of the things you were looking for from? Uh, a master's like in in advanced education at that stage like because because i do you know you so f- i suppose for context rami and i were older going into the mba what, what I, you, you were a lot older than me <laughs> but um i was 32 I was, yeah i was 45 uh, at the time uh, rami and i were both 32 starting an mba which is tip which is like a good four years older than yeah. the average maybe five years older than yeah. the average in the u.s to do an mba and we both done uh 10 years in in different gigs in industry so uh, you know, I've, I had my own reasons for doing it. What What were some of the reasons you kind of thought MBA now or never, and where to go, and how you pick one? And oh, all that man, stuff? it wasn't that full, full. Nor can I remember what happened at the time. It was basically now or never. I'd always thought I was going to do it at some point in time, and it was right. it was genuinely now or never. And it was not in home turf. It's worthwhile you doing it for travel, so just to get right. out and about and new people and new things. And then it was like some sort of top tiering good quality the sort of subjects that i'm interested in and then location network etc it wasn't super sophisticated or super kind of uh well you applied to some u.s yeah. schools yeah. though didn't Handful you u.s schools a couple of european and schools and away we go it is i think the age is a big thing and the age goes against you in a big way when you're 32 applying for an mba unless you're doing the executive program the age goes but, against but you in a big definitely way. part of their success at least yeah 
success for MBA schools is that they can mould the, the sooner, earlier you are in your yeah. experience, they can, the more they can mould and have an impact. I think that's, that's reasonable. Yeah. And if one of your family has bought a wing, that helps as well. <laughs> which, uh, okay, Banner, we've got your application. You forgot to fill out the box that says which, uh, which? which building your family has built on campus. Oh, no, 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 sorry. We do medical devices do, uh, for, for people. Different campus. Okay, yeah, we're, we're reviewing, we're taking this seriously. <laughs> Scratch. Uh, would you recommend, how do you feel about the MBA? Now oh, you've done we're it? an MBA topic. Um, we yeah. don't have to. I, I'm just trying to make conversation. Yeah, yeah, if we yeah. we can do a hard stop and a hard yeah, pivot, I, I I feel like we should give an MBA like a proper MBA. I feel like we should do a proper a good MBA one. Um, do you want this to no, be I that? Don't, I don't think I don't think so. Do you think okay, so? Okay, well let's move on. Then. We there's so much stuff to talk about this week. So I was back at work this week. Back in the office, I mean, it feels it feels like two things. One was not expecting to be as giddy as I was on the Monday when I met everyone and we had a lot of people in. It was like at first I came in with my mask on and then I was like, then I took it off in the corridors. Everyone had tested. The deal is everyone has to be vaccinated in my company and everyone showed, everyone tested. There's everyone, we keep getting sent COVID tests. Everyone tests every morning before they go in. So we're all tested and vaccinated. Uh, so then mask off and then we're in meeting rooms together and then it's like then it's just brilliant we're going for dinner we're going for lunch we're going you know it's you know in the space of i was surprised how quickly it was just like boom we're back you know um but oh my god just going to work waste time and i don't just mean the commute the chats i mean it took me an hour to get in an hour to get home and and when you're in team meetings i had like it was a series of off sites as well Every hour and a half, you have to kind of go. Do we should we take a break? And one person's like, "Yeah, let's take a break." So you're like, "Okay, let's take ten minutes." And then it's kind of like fifteen minutes, and then you're not getting anything done. Someone says, "Oh, can you have a, and you have a chat with someone?" And it's it's magic from a mental health point of view that it's like, "Oh, great, how are you?" Blah blah blah. But I came home. I was there for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday dinners each night. Home at ten o'clock, eleven o'clock each night. And then it got to Thursday, and I was absolutely screwed. Like to try everything and get was loaded up, up on your like, Slack. Oh yeah. my, and I, yeah, and, and like, and, and here's another thing, massive anxiety. I, I haven't realized how much my attention has been split, even in one-to-ones. If this was a one-to-one with you and me, I would have my Slack open here. I would have my, cause I've got a, a ultra wide monitor. I'd have my Slack open and my email open and I'd be talking to you in the middle of the screen and not just being able to just glance over and see what the message was. You're in these meetings Blackout. and you're talking to someone one on one and you, what, whatever about if it's like a 10 person meeting, you still have your thing open. You can just glance down. But if it's the one on ones, you're in real so trouble. Intense. And if you've got three one on ones back to back, you're like freaking it's, out. Cause there's all, cause you're, you're, you're where's Marcus? You know, or, different yeah. mode of work. You you when you're in the office and you're walking around, the Slack isn't on. You're not on the email. You're doing yeah. the chats, and everyone's grabbing you and having another chat. You you like derail, and you soak up time in the weirdest things, and then you open up that thing and go, "Oh my god!" And you get sucked back into this. I can't tell yeah. if it's more of it's a very different type of work. It's like bimodal working, and it feels for sure more mentally healthy. It also feels like deeper work. The things you make, the decisions you make stick more. It's like you've looked someone in the eye and you're like, we're doing this. Yeah, we're doing this. There's a real sense of connection yeah. and commitment and depth. That's but true. Boy, does it feel super inefficient or, it, you know, was it always like this or is it because everything else is, we're so yeah. hard to twitch? But yeah, it's, it is a real slap in the face. It's, a, it's a, an awakening, isn't it? It's... It, it is. What's what's your prediction? How does it how does it shake up from here? Is it just like an overreaction because we're, no one knows how to respond and you're just doing off sites and all days and big team meetings, and so it'll settle? Or is this going to be this bimodal work where it's you're all in one way and then you're all out at home the other? I think it's got to be bimodal. I think I think up until this week I was like I'll just Google tends to get to this right. Google's bringing everyone back for 3 days a week. That's just what will happen and you know what in 2 years it'll be 4 days a week and after that it'll be 5. Um and I was all for going back 3 days a week. Like I was like that's that probably sounds right for me. 3 days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mondays and Fridays are always funny days anyway because if you take a long weekend the Monday's off and you know Fridays Fridays for me have always even pre-pandemic have been trying to do as few meetings as possible like get all your decks done or get all your yeah. whatever your reports done. Um now I now having been in this week I'm like I really only want to go to the office for collaborative meetings. Yeah. 
I, I prefer one-to-ones on Zoom now um, because it's more efficient. You do your five-minute chat at the start. You see, how are you? How was your weekend? And then no one wants to be on Zoom. So you're just like, you get into it. You get the thing get done. Get through it. <laughs> if it's, but, but like, if I, I'm like, maybe some, it's not three days a week. It might be two days a week. It might be one day a week. You do need to see people in corridors and maintain those relationships, particularly for new people. Like, I couldn't believe how many people who've joined the team yeah. who I just have never met. And, uh, you know, you never get an opportunity to meet because they're not presenting it. You know, your, your paths don't cross. Yeah. Um, so that's important. But there's a massive tax to that. So it's like I always, all pandemic, I've been saying, oh, we used to get that stuff for free. The coffee chat, the little, you know, you're going to get a snack from the thing and you bump into someone and you hear about this other project. We don't get that anymore. But it's like I forgot how expensive it was because it's really expensive in time. And uh you get, I get an awful lot more done at home, which yeah. is not. It's that's a really good way of framing it. It's it would it's not free. Um, the, yeah. All the incidental value adds is not free, and the question right. is how, how do you price that? Are, are those serendipitous moments invaluable, or do you actually can you price it in productivity? And you've got to and get I structure. think they're not. I think the thing is they're not going to be serendipitous anymore. People are going to be more thoughtful of this is my. I'm going to go. Into, I've got this like collaborative team meeting for three hours, and then I've got two hours for serendipity. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's exactly what happens. Uh, and then yeah, and it's like this is my mingle time, and I so yeah. I'm non-productive. I'm doing I'm doing how's everyone doing yeah. time? Yeah, and then I will go home and do my I have to get some work yeah. done time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's exactly what's happening. We've been doing Wednesdays, Thursdays for the last few weeks now, um, and we're about to do an offsite next week for three days. And it's yeah, it's, you really notice a difference. And for sure, it's the first bit everyone's doing the mask, and then within a bit, you're done. And it's the whole awkward. How tall are you? You're in 3D. Yeah. And, it's oh, the you've people. Put, and everyone's self, everyone's 20 pounds heavier, so everyone's oh, self-conscious anyway. All the stuff. Everyone's funky. And and it's the people you don't know directly. It's not your direct team. It's the periphery right. where they recognize you or you recognize them. You forget the name. You can't put a name to the face. And there's a, you literally hey have you. the, hey, you. <laughs> all that's happening. It's very, it's very, very cute. I, I think the best bit is definitely the non-direct connection the people you don't normally yeah you're not not running to crossing paths right. all the time having that connection right. i think is the best bit it is the best bit i did find myself way more self-conscious as well uh in one-to-one or in meetings just with like you don't know where to look I, and people's people people's breath and like yeah. my breath and then you know <laughs> if i had i better get some gum and yeah. then you're f- yeah. fiddling for some gum in this one-to-one yeah. and then yeah. you know i did find it like uh <laughs> people's i haven't smelled people's you know mild body odors like or or their perfumes they're wearing or their 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 aftershave positive you know? and negative right yeah you yeah, know yeah, i'm yeah, see, yeah, I, yeah. I mean like just people yeah. like what it smells yeah. like to be in a room with people yeah. like um and that sounds nuts right because we have been i've been out i've been restaurants and stuff but it was in this just kind of quiet work setting i was kind of like oh yeah you have to like you know it's a dimension can't be flatulent and yeah. like whatever like you know like it's like you're kind of <laughs> I don't know. Just, Com- just we lost the run of ourselves in Com- terms of completely. We've become animals. We're just sitting. Yeah. Lost the run. But it does add. It rehumanizes everything, doesn't it? It really yeah, reminds you that you were a node. It felt that you've be- you've become a node at the end of a computer, doing plugged into the matrix, yeah. and you feel like a part of it. You feel you do feel like a part of a group of people, as opposed yeah. to like a. I totally agree. And like teams matter. Te- you know, team culture and health and. Uh, just going out and like we were like reliving stories because I've worked with the same team just for context for like nearly seven years now I mean almost the exact same people for for pretty much seven years Um, and you know we've got a lot of history and stories and we've traveled all over the world together and like Get got caught in elevators, like locked in, you know, stuck in elevators together for forty minutes one time, and we were all really stressed and like all of these like uh, great, great like you know culture things that we can kind of relive and kind of got us back to speed pretty quickly. Like, but that's um, that's Herger, isn't it? That's the key to Herger. What's that? Tell me, I don't know about that. You know Herger, Huger, H Y G Helvetica. No, I'm talking about Herger. It all comes back to Helvetica. The Danish art of, of coziness, you know? Oh, Herger. yeah. You know, the, That's the, nice. the, the, the Chinese have uh, the feng shui and the yeah. Danes have candlelights, mulled wine and Herger. Ah, Herger. I'd be much, in, I'm interested. I would like to subscribe to that. Oh, Herger's brilliant. So it's all, it's about coziness. It's about what do you do in the winter months to make things amazing. And it's all about lighting is a key thing and fabrics is a key thing and clothes and sweets indulgences 
and very much like about connectivity and relations. And one yeah. of the key things is retelling old memories as a way to keep relations building. Is it's one real. Of the, it's like real. It's natural. And it helps the new folks come on as well and kind of yeah. feel like there's a sense of history. And yeah, I, I think it's I think it's great. Anyway, was not a, I, I was kind of shocked by that. I was so giddy Monday. Yeah, yeah. And then Tuesday, I kind of came home and I was a bit down about it. You know, I was a bit kind of like, what the hell? Uh, Wednesday went back in. It was a bit better. You know, it's kind of been a roller coaster this yeah. week, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one. I, 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 on balance, find it just way more, f- just way better. Just because I, I can, I'm that sort of, I connect a lot better and I enjoy it a lot more. And probably because it's not as productive, it's not as intense. Yeah. Right, so I enjoy it a lot more, but I definitely have the stark. Oh, I've been ignoring my other work, <laughs> that yeah. is the yeah, yeah, digital yeah. work the whole time. And you've, you're like, well, and there's a lot of it. Good there's luck a lot to of everyone it else. Now. Maybe yeah. more of it now because everyone is digitally productive. Everyone now, else, everyone else is still on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be anyone in who wasn't at work that day is exactly. still churning out all that stuff. Exactly so. right. Everyone else in every site is still yeah. asking you questions on Slack. No, forget it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. RTO is real. Last week was for Google's. It's all yeah. On. yeah, it is. It's it, good. We have to go back to work, you know. There's probably another wave coming, but like, uh, yeah. you know, we can't do this forever. It's a surreal era, isn't it? It's a surreal era that we will look back I wonder back what's on. the, I was thinking about today, I wonder what that, what the, seeing people, I was, there was something comforting about not being the only person who's a bit of a, uh, you know, uh, who's 20 pounds heavier. Yeah. I think, uh I wonder what impact has this on all of us 40-year-olds, this generation of late 30s, early 40s, just going from walking 10,000 steps a day to not, you know, for years. Health, uh, health, health you know. cut off an entire generation. You reckon you'll see it in the stats? You'll see this little, like, this, like step function, yeah. and then it'll go back up again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've definitely been very conscious of, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to... You know, I've yeah. got the offsite next week for three days, so I've been you know exercising for the last last you? two weeks. You know, just to Good kind stuff. of yeah, I get I it know, down. Not, not be a total. I haven't been able to do that. I haven't. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I, I keep meaning. I keep setting myself milestones. Like, oh, forty first birthday, forty first birthday. What you know? There's a target. For, no, I didn't do anything. Didn't happen. Then it was. I got this leadership offsite in two more weeks from now. I was like, that one I got it. <laughs> Delicious IPAs. You know, so. <laughs> Take out at lunchtime. Of yeah. course, this is the first time we chatted since your birthday. I tried to call you, but you were rudely trying to put your child down. You did down. try and call me. I was yeah. putting yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate the call, lad. I had no, a lovely time. I had the most wholesome vacation. Um, it just reminded me of when I was a kid with my sister. We went down to Santa Barbara. We, our only agenda every day was like, where are we going to get ice cream? Or are we going to go to the beach or the pool? Like, um, we would the go best. to the beach. We'd set up our tent the kids would just like we'd bring down shovels and spades uh we'd build sand castles on the beach and the two girls would take would just spend hours freezing running in and out of the water like literally running down ah, and then run back in, ah, and then run back and i remember doing it with my i remember being that age and doing it with my sister at the seaside you know and i just sat there happy it was the I had a rule note of I left my phone in the hotel the entire brilliant, trip. Brilliant. That was my um, question. Did that just work? Just charging at the bed. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. And I deleted Outlook and Slack on, on the Friday evening when I left. Um and I turned it on on Thursday morning, my birthday. I had to send a couple of work emails, just some kind of some work stuff that had to just announcement. So it wasn't like I wasn't working, just but I had to like send them. Birthday uh, email. You're fired and it's yeah. my birthday. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Happy yeah. birthday from me. I'm using your salary to pay for a present. Um, no, I had to send some emails. I have to cut that. But but I had to log in on Thursday morning, send some emails, and that was it. I did nothing else for the in terms of work for the for the full week, and it was magic. Did it work? Because it takes like two or three days for things to unwind, and then yeah. you enjoy it, and then you're like, oh, it's done. Did, did, did you I get to- there? The did weird thing the is, I totally forgot. Yeah, I did. I, I like um, I I did actually. I totally forgot about work. I forgot about this podcast. I forgot about uploading videos. I got this YouTube channel that I'm pretty dedicated wow. to trying to get something up every week. And I just, I literally just was like, yeah, off, offline, turned it off. Yeah. Great, mate. Great. Yeah. Even the missed detox. a wordle in there somewhere. Like, wow, that's like how you me, know. You know, that's how you that's know. How you know. That's yeah. how you know. So yeah, it was, it was magic. Had a wonderful week with the two kids. Uh, and Kelly and 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 every night we just went for dinner somewhere you know Kelly was there as well yeah I, yeah me and the kids had such a great time and then Kelly was there yeah 
How? I, I, I want to know whether you're going to keep that in and cut it out. How, any any, any hot tips? Any hot four square tips for Santa Barbara? What was your pick? Top three activities. Uh, beaching was definitely look. So we were staying at the Hilton on the beach there. Would, yeah. would strongly recommend in terms of Cross nice the road, clean you're beach. At the beach. Yeah. Cross the road. It's a, it's a busy road, but there's traffic lights out the front door of the hotel. <clears throat> Cross the road, you're on the beach. <clears throat> like you had told me beforehand, food's fantastic there. We ate at some really good restaurants like uh, the Black Sheep and Palermo, I believe, was one yeah, of them. Yeah, Palermo, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think Kelly, uh, Kelly's going to correct me. We ate at some really great places. We had nice places each night. Uh, so great restaurants. Um, Kid-friendly, like just, you know, it was easy. It was like pool was easy. You know, life was easy in the hotel. So And did quiet, you, like nice and quiet. Did yeah. you zoo 65 times as predicted? We did not. We didn't go to. The, we went to the aquarium once. Oh, okay. We did. We did like one activity a day, and it, we we ran. We didn't get everything done. We rented one of those bicycles one day, yes. where you know the, you, the four of them. everybody's in a, a four person yeah. car yeah. Of a bike. Uh, kids love that. Uh, and then like that was like a whole day, right? Like, as and we did that it was probably for I think it was like two 20 hours. Twenty minutes, yeah. But no, <laughs> okay. it was like two hours. But like that was like the whole day centered on that. We were like yeah. getting yeah, ready yeah. for of that. Course. Of course, then we of were course. doing that. Then yeah. we were recovering from that, and then yeah. it was dinner time. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. like, uh, there was that. Yeah, aquarium stuff. Playground. We went to a playground one day. That was the thing. Like the playground the day event. Yeah. It being it being a that we live in the Truman Show, and this is not reality. Um. We were down there, we went to the aquarium and we bumped into our neighbours, uh, Rosie's best friend at school here, who we didn't know was going to Santa Barbara. We bumped into their parents and those kids. We hung out with them one of the days. We we're like, oh, hey. Like we literally do play dates here. They live around hey. the corner from us. And they were st- they were staying down there just for two days when we happened to be down there. We bumped into them. Brilliant. But um, yeah, it was great. It was, it was fun, wholesome and ve- regenerative, you know. Great to hear, man. Well, well deserved, yeah. well earned, well executed. How, <laughs> how was the trip down? The trip back? Did you any stops? Any Solvags? Any villas? Anything like that? No, we did. We did on the way down. We did a threefer. We had a, actually we did a really good stop in San Luis Obispo. Some fantastic, like had delicious Mexican food there. Excellent. It was a real gem. In fact, Kelly asked me on the way back. I think I said the wrong thing. We were chatting in the car on the way back, and she said, "What was the best bit of the trip for you?" And I said. Actually, San Luis Obispo on the way down, stopping for that dinner, that like unexpected. I sent you a picture of us having a, us having a beer and the kids were having like some orange. Like, is it the one was, on the river, the one on the side of the river with the, the lanterns and the thing? Which one is it? It, it wasn't that one. It was the, it was the, I sent you a different one as well. Or maybe I didn't send it to you, but I, I anyway, it's a, it's an, it's clearly a nice yeah. uh, restaurant. Nice. And we weren't expecting to, like, we were like, we got to get some food, kind of get the kids down yeah. we'll, we'll be here let's get in and out just and we sat down it was really nice and we we're like no let's this is nice let's and we kind of had the meal and enjoyed it and then the kids in the car you know it was lovely uh and for me i'm always you know kelly was like that was your favorite thing on the way like we spent a week <laughs> in the hilton in i was like but for me yeah. i'm i'm a i'm a fright like friday is my favorite day of the week because the weekend is still ahead of you like anticipation yeah so having a nice meal on the way to this vacation, yeah. it's kind of it's, it's the party it the day before New Year's Eve. It's the one right. where you're prepping. It's all of that. The road trip yeah. can be very very memorable because of the anticipation, the mood right. on the road trip. I was pre vacaying in Rami terms. I was getting the most out of my pre vacay. You know, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's it's yeah, stolen from Caro, but I fully agree. <laughs> also, that area like Slow a Villa is my like mid Central Coast stuff. Just has the best a yeah. like food, but also vibe. Um, we smashed awesome. it on the way back. We did the five and a half hour drive Straight in two. Through. We did it. Well, we did an hour and a half stop. We we, we stopped after ha- an hour and a half and did a quick bite to eat, toilet break, blah. And then the kids were awake for an hour and 20 minutes. And we were about, we were like, oh, let's stop in another 40 minutes. And they fell asleep. Passed out. Both of them. Never happened. Both of them. And we were like, it was like four hours left on the clock. And I was like, let's just go for it. You know, or three hours left on the clock. 130 miles up. an hour straight up. They woke up like 20 minutes from home or half an hour from home. And it was, and they're like, oh, are we there yet? And I was like, no, 20 minutes. And we were there, you know, it was Not like, a it lie. was easy. Not Too a lie. easy. Well yeah. done, mate. Well done. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. excellent. That's excellent. Um, I'm very happy to hear that. Are we going to talk about Elon Musk and Twitter or we, not? We, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I feel like you have to, even though it's news and topical. I do want to address some fan mail, though. Oof. Um, for real? Yeah, I think I think we've got fa- with the request, specific request. Um, and the from fan- Lynn. Is this from Lynn? Well, obviously, 
Lynn, my mum, um, is a huge fan, number one fan. I do enjoy the fan mail in the respect, the comments and how much he enjoys and laughs at Marcus's gags, I think is basically where it's at. Um, is that, and your stories. I'm, I'm feeling it's, I think your mom is highbrow. Your mom seems <laughs> to get more out of these podcasts than I do, for sure. She's like, oh, that was an interesting analogy with the, you know, the boss. And I'm like, geez, I'll have to rewatch that. I didn't get any of that. <laughs> I was too busy thinking of the next question. I enjoy that, that she refers it to like an international expert and goes, well, my friend here who also happens to be a geologist uh, agrees with your current. <laughs> okay. Uh, obviously, that's that's number one. Um, between your dad, Dawn, and uh, your sister, and my, my mom, parents, obviously, and, so they've all phased out. They were early, early mm, podcasts. They mm. still listen to them all, mm. but I feel like their enthusiasm has waned somewhat. Not as you eager. Know? Yeah. Not as eager. I still <clears throat> Dawn's comments still resonate. She looks forward to Wednesdays because of this. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're nice. letting her down. That was that was early on. She didn't have a job at that stage. Yeah. <laughs> go on. Yeah. <laughs> She's now working full time for. For a, a management consultant firm in in Dubai, I'm sure it's she's over. She doesn't not watch. She doesn't these. look yeah. doesn't look forward to any day. Uh, I um, the fan mail is well two things. One is your Irish friends who um, messaged you and let you know that you were wrong about Westminster and couldn't believe you didn't understand what that was. I take that as fan. Oh, mail. you wanted to bring I that wanted, up. I just wanted to. Oh, I just God wanted to sake. just rec- Just remind me what sort of. I mean, they sound like fans. Ireland, Ireland is a Rami. Ireland is a West is derived from a Westminster parliamentary cool. system. Cool, that's all. I was just checking. I just I, I wondered at the time, so it's great to have that validation. Just to, you know, everyone's education, like it's fact checking, is what it is. It's great to have a I'm okay crowdsourced meeting when I'm wrong. Checkers. It doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't hurt. It's, me. it's not that you're wrong. It's that you didn't know. With very different things. Very, yeah, very, there's loads of stuff I don't know. <laughs> we should be clear at the start of every episode. I should say, look, fifty percent of the things I'm talking about, I know a little <laughs> bit. Like, ish. please don't fact you know? check anything. Um, no, the 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 specific uh, request was actually so a a friend um, said that he started listening to it and he was listening to it while he was putting his kids down to sleep, and uh-huh. not for the kids, but he was listening to it while helping the kids. And he's got a two and a half and also uh-huh. a seven month old. And, and his request was, uh-huh. well, can you kind of tell me about techniques, share your techniques for putting kids to sleep so while I'm putting kids to sleep, I can be, you know, just, it was like like a ah, mirror kind of inception thing. So did Dad, we have your, 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 your worst, your best, your quirkiest, your recommendations for putting kids to sleep through your many years of experiential parental? You're asking me. Yeah. So we have some good techniques. Go um, we've got... Um, it takes about two hours to put our kids down. <laughs> That's a good now. technique. Uh, it's a no. We definitely don't have it down, and we're 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 useless at it. My daughter, my older like uh, we're gonna have to beep her name out. My older daughter uh, is a hero. We've just she's programmed to when she hears bedtime explorers go. There's it. So there's you got to get your podcast down right. They listen to Maked Up, which is a which is a kids podcast. A guy who. Has got hundreds of he tells he makes up a story for his kid every night when he's going to sleep. Started recording them, just puts them on the internet. Huh. Um, make make up on Spotify. So put on a make up, but they they never fall asleep during make up because it's a mundane, boring story for grown ups. I ne- I don't know what it's about ever other than he says water water. <laughs> uh, whenever he says water, he can't say water properly. So if you're if he's listening to this sort that out i don't know where his accent's from canadian or something but he can't say water properly <laughs> anyway they listen to make up before bed one episode but it's very exciting and then they get to listen to bedtime explorer and bedtime explorer is like a kind of a yoga e kind of breathing it's like it's really chill um is it ozzy i hope it's probably not ozzy. it sounds it like an ozzy thing to do it's, no, maybe she's American. I can't remember. Like thing. She's chill. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm-hmm. breathe in, breathe out. Think about your nice day. It's 10 minutes long. Sound asleep five minutes in always. Five minutes in. So that's, we've got our older kid nailed with the one 10 minute make up story, one bedtime explorer. Boom. Bedtime explorer. Kids yeah. nighttime. To be, to be honest, this is the first time. I've- there's nighttime. Mm-hmm. There's nighttime ones and morning ones. So they're, they're meditations, but put on the bedtime explorer like owl or ant they do different animals like they've got all the dinosaurs on there tyrannosaurus rex i've never those. heard of I, this is the first time i've heard of put a kid one of those podcast. on okay and and they do the it does the clicker training like you do with a dog it has little dings you know and 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 it works like after you've done it for a couple of nights when it starts with the now do your breathing ding, you know yeah it's, it's great. you hypnotizing your children through a podcast 
Kind of, but she sleeps straight away, basically. She falls asleep straight away when we put the that The older on. child. Yeah, the younger one then, we've got a routine where we dinner straight into bath. After bath, um, she we do some books with her. Um, then we uh, then we do a bit of tidy in the kitchen. Uh, then she says she's hungry again, so we give her a bit more food. Then we try and put her, then we brush her teeth. Then we try and put her down. Then she cries for an hour. Um, then she says she's hungry again, so we give her a little bit more food. Then we read her two more books. And then we start, then we're in the home stretch where we know there's like an hour to go. Uh, and then it's just a case of uh, nursing on and off for like 40 minutes, uh, her asking for books or uh, more dinner. And then she'll just eventually pass out in her bed. By seven. So if you stick to the routine, you know what it's like with little kids. Routine, routine, <laughs> That's routine. What I say. Two hours every night for my wife to do no that. No problem. Um, if if we do, if I do it, it's just uh, it's I can do it, but it's just like twice as long. <laughs> that's all. It just takes four hours if I'm doing it's the it. nursing. That's the hardest bit for you, really. But I'll do it. I'll do it if I. <laughs> <laughs> if it's the back end of your kids. <laughs> I'm just gonna switch nipples. I, I I I feel you. And was your old one always yeah. an amazing sleeper? Kelly doesn't remember that. Kelly says she struggled to sleep. I, she's always been good. She's more like me. Like as soon as I'm, like sometimes before I'm even fully horizontal, I'm asleep. Like as I'm like, as my body is like, you know, shifting off, you know, slight. If I'm not entirely vertical, there's a good chance I'm, asleep. A I'm asleep. So is it possible? seriously, Kelly can't believe it like that. I fall asleep in less than a minute, yeah. typically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I go to I bed, I also pass out very, very um, quickly. Yeah. Uh, I wake up early and I can't go back to sleep. Like that's my thing. I I can't go back to sleep in the morning if I wake up, but I will go to sleep in a, yeah, in yeah, a, I at the absolutely drop of Literally, Cara used to fall asleep and say, anywhere, with, sitting down in a train in a car, anything. Can't get to sleep in the bed and will wake up early and can't get back to sleep. She's got bad at both ends. Whereas oh, I shot. have no problem. So you need to just you need to buy a little armchair for this for the bedroom so she can just fall asleep and sit. We have, we have one of those and still not working. So um, okay, uh, this is this is. Mm. And do you have a plan to train to get out of your? I mean, as as convenient We're as it on is, it. it's getting better. So, yeah. so, so, Kel went out to a play. Her sister Lauren is an actress, and she's in a play here. Uh, and Kelly went out last night. The reason we couldn't do our podcast last night was because Kelly was out yeah. out with the girls. Yeah. Uh, so I was just being a hero dad, put the kids down by Stand myself. It. And uh, so, so she's through it. The, the the two hours going to bed were out the other side. Okay. Just, okay. I mean, just okay. weeks, weeks yeah. out of it. But now, last night, I was able to, I was able to nurse her a little bit and get her to go to sleep. <laughs> so disturbing. <laughs> so wrong. So, so wrong. Well, I'm a- no, I was able, I was able to put her down last night. She went to bed maybe twenty minutes later than she would have if Kelly was doing it. it. But um, got it. You know, we got our routine. Got it. Got it. So we it's hope, I hope we fr- we helped your friend. <laughs> On that podcast, hope we should, we should get an affiliate link for that podcast. We should call those people up and be on their podcast with a bell. <laughs> Namaste. Go to sleep, child. That sounds creepy. creepy. I'll wear my special glasses for it. Oh my it. god, that sounds creepy.